It is Friday, 4.08. Glad to have you with us here on Drive Time with DeRussia. Little breaking news just crossed, Laura. Not a big surprise that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to decide whether President Donald Trump can be kept off the ballots. Uh, They are taking up the case from Colorado, where Colorado said, nope, he's off the ballot. Uh, And we knew one of these cases was going to have to go to the Supreme Court. No word on the main case? Uh, No word on that one. But uh, the Colorado case... So so that I assume will decide whether or not states in general can kick them off. You'd think, yes. Uh, arguments will be in early February because clock's ticking. And all of this based on events uh, from three years ago tomorrow. Yeah. Those events and that attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. So uh, this will be the first time that a case will really analyze the 14th Amendment. Yes. And what is insurrection and what is engaging and what is providing assistance. Lots of clarification needed before we really kick into election season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see whether they, you know, will they decide on the merits? Will they find a technicality like in Minnesota, for example, Mm -hmm. where our Supreme Court said, well, uh, a primary is really a party event. And so the 14th Amendment and our role is really not to get involved until something is done. Mm-hmm. So he's not really on the ballot until he gets through a primary. We'll sure. see. If I'm the U.S. Supreme Court, I'm trying real hard to find a way to do it on a technicality. Right. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. And hopefully they have more than a, a you know, get to a unanimous decision for yeah. the sake of the country. That'll right? be interesting, too, because many on the Supreme Court are Trump appointees. For sure. So, yeah. And there's already been a political move- movement for the Trump <laughs> people want the Trump appointees to recuse themselves, mm. which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have the appointees, people who are appointed by people who don't like Trump have to recuse themselves. True, too. I mean, that's their job. Right. That's their job. All right. It's four eleven. We'll keep monitoring that. If there's more uh, to learn, we'll pass it on to you. I do need one more contestant. Laura, we haven't played card you sharks in so long. More than a month, I think. I think people maybe don't. Uh, remember that that's what we do yes. on Fridays. So Fridays at four. if you want to play, all you have to do is call and you're in at 651-461-9226. Uh, otherwise, Dan Cook will be our second contestant. And <laughs> Dan has already said... I'm going to cheat. That's right. Because he can see... I don't know. How How do you think you're going to cheat? Oh, I have my ways. Okay. Somebody needs to save this game from Dan's cheating. There you go. Right there now. Go. Oh, oh there, there we go. Phones See? are ringing. When people are faced with the prospect of Cook <laughs> being a cheater, that's what it takes yep. for the uh, the phone lines exactly. to line Exactly. I like Hello? it. I like it. Oh, Dan's yelling at the person, though. That's not good. Hello? It's one of those days. Sometimes you just get one of those Fridays, yeah. right? And I don't know if they're connecting. Uh, no. He or she will call back. All right, 651-461-9226. And we're just going to hold this show hostage, yeah. right? Got any jokes? This is <laughs> <laughs> We can do this like a public television uh yes. telethon. Okay. We're like we're just going to we're just going <laughs> to stop this show in its tracks. Yeah. And yes, I'll go go Oh, see now a million calls. Here we on. go. Dan, do you need like a couple of backups there just in case things go south? No, we got you it. You feel confident? I'm so confident. Let's hit the theme song. 
Oh, it's like an old friend. And and we do have a we do have another submitted poem from our good friend Kristen Olson. Welcome 2024 more funs in blah. Restart. Take two. Welcome 2024 more fun and games we have in store. Card D Sharks is back, you see. Higher, lower, which will it be? On guard, D-Sharks. <laughs> Very nice. Kristen does a great job. That's awesome. Are- I like watching you do this because your mouth opens up. It's like a flip-top <laughs> head when you're singing card, D-Sharks. It's, it's aggressive. It's ag- and I'm sorry you have to be that close to see this. <laughs> Let's say hello to Paul in St. Paul. Paul, thanks for calling the show. We appreciate it. If you're in a lark... And you want to stay sharp, turn on your radio and listen to Card to Shark. Oh, yes. Very nice. Paul, I was worried that no one wanted to face face you in competition, but John in a car yeah. stepped up. John, welcome to the show. How are you doing? John, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad you called Very in good. because we we're a little, yeah. it was looking a little rough there for a second. I got to be honest. No problem. All right. Are, are we ready to go? Paul, you get the first question. Here's how we play for new listeners to Card D Sharks. Oh. Uh, we have polled 100 people, and by we, I mean the manufacturers of the board game by a very similar title that I never would rip off their questions and just read them on the air. Uh, they polled 100 people. Uh, one of you will give a number. The other will say higher or lower, and then we go to the cards. It's a simple, is the next card going to be higher or lower game? Paul, the first question to you, and we asked 100 office workers, have you ever taken a roll of toilet paper home from work? <laughs> how many? <laughs> Paul, how many people said, yes, I have swiped a roll of toilet paper from the work supply closet? 50%. Paul says 50%. You know, I was just at Costco last night. I bought. Toilet paper, mm-hmm. which I do maintain is the most embarrassing purchase at Costco. Everybody needs it, Jason. Why is that embarrassing? Because the size of the toilet paper package <laughs> takes up the entire cart. That's what we get to. And you're like, how much time do you spend in the bathroom? I don't know. But it, it is a funny thing to have in there. It's yeah. not something you want to run out yeah. of. So Correct. I say stock up. So, yeah, it's a one-week supply for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> it really depends on what sort of restaurants I'm visiting that week, Paul, for sure. John, you're, uh, you get to go higher or lower. Paul said 50 office workers have t- say they've done it. They've taken a role from work. Higher or lower? What do you say, John? I'm glad you didn't say 70 because I would have said that tough one. I'm definitely saying higher. <laughs> John thinks, have you ever done this? Have you ever taken a role from work? Yeah. Yes. I will teach you, so you need to know a ton of paper. <laughs> you know, I mean, as a teacher, I think you, you're entitled. You can take all you want. Our toilet paper here, honestly, nobody wants that in their house. No. It's like half a ply, I think. Yes. It's a little coarse. I think most workplaces, toilet paper is like sandpaper. Yeah. You don't want it. All right. The actual number who admitted that they have ever taken a roll of toilet paper home from work is only 30. Only 30. Mm. So it is lower, which means, Paul, you have control of the board. Would you like the red or the blue cards? 
I'll go with the blue. All goes blue. And your opening card, as Laura flips it, is a 10. Now, you won the question, Paul, so you can change the card if you want, or you can go for it on that 10. Higher or lower or change it? What do you think? It's pretty medium. I'll change it. Yeah, I I would change it, too. That 10, uh, with the magic of Laura Oaks, becomes a 2. Nice change. Very nice. Yeah. See, I can see the cards, so <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to cheat like your friend there that works there. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Is Paul like well, Paul peering into the studio, perhaps? I don't know. Me and Paul have a different connection. So I understand. I understand. Paul, you got it, too. I, uh, higher or lower? You got to go higher. got to go higher. It is. It's a three. Paul, you've got a three now. Okay. You're, you're in good shape, my man. Higher or lower, or do you want to freeze? No, no. We're going higher. Higher than a three. It is a jack. Another good card. Although, you know, jacks yeah. can be tricky. You're, so so here's your choice. You can freeze and lock in the three cards you have, which is two to go, or uh, you can go for it on a jack. What do you think? Am I, if I freeze, am I able to change that card at any time? Yeah, if you win the next question, then you get to change the card. Okay, then I'll freeze. All right. Paul freezes and will freeze too. We'll take a break at 418. Card D Sharks with Paul and John continues on Drive Time with Russia. In the middle of Card D Sharks at 422 on this Friday. Uh, so glad to have you guys listening all week long. Podcast available if you missed any of the. Boy, we've had some great guests this week. It's been a fun one. Uh, check that out at Odyssey on our app, A U D A C Y. And. A brand spanking new episode of Derusha Eats is also oh, out as a podcast. Oh, nice! This morning, so you can sure you check that out as well. We sort of designed that so if you like on the weekend, if you just you're doing chores or whatever, fire up an episode of Derusha Eats, and we launch them on Friday. So very good, thanks, Dan. Uh, we are in the middle of a nice uh, competition here between uh, Paul in St. Paul and John in a car. And John gets our next question. Paul's out to a three-card lead. John, this one uh, goes to you. We asked 100 people who uh, are movie, movie theater goers. Have you ever been woken up in a movie theater because you were snoring? <laughs> this is a bit of a fear of mine that because we're so conditioned to watching movies at home that you could doze off in the theater. Mm-hmm. Have you ever fallen asleep in yeah, the theater, Laura? I'm sure I have. Yeah. Especially uh, in those reclining comfy chairs. They're so yes. nice. Yeah, that's the and if you bring a blanket or something and really snuggle <laughs> yeah, up, I, I mean, it's down. Yeah. I've I've fallen asleep. I haven't had somebody wake me up, but I've woken myself up from All snoring. Right. Yes. Yeah. So John, that's the question. How many have ever been woken up by their own snoring? So a little different than just dozing off, but how many had woken up uh, because they were snoring during a movie. What do you think? 18%. 18% says John. Very good. Paul, you get to go higher or lower than 18%. You, you've you never fallen asleep snoring in a movie, have you, Paul? I, I, I don't think so. I don't go to a lot of movies. Yeah. It's a good way to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John says 18. Do you think higher or lower than that? I think it's higher. Paul says higher. The actual number. Oh, go ahead. 22. 22. You, 22. You don't, all right. You don't have to be that specific. You get all of the numbers that are higher. 
But the bad news for you is that it's lower. The actual number is just oh. 10. Just 10. So, wow. John, this is good news for you. John, you get your first crack at the cards. Laura will turn over your opening card. It's a five. Five for you. You can change it, John, or you can go higher or lower than a five. I'll go higher. John goes higher than a five. Laura flips it. Oh, it's a four. It is lower. You got tripped up by a by a five. So a free chance at the cards for you, Paul. You're on a jack. You want to go higher or lower? You can't change it because you didn't win the question, but you get to uh, give it a go. All right. Um... But if I, if you don't I lose. It, do I... Nope. No harm, no foul. You don't lose anything if you get it wrong. I'll, okay, then I'll go. Um, I'll take a chance to go higher. He takes a chance and goes. Oh my gosh! It is higher. It's a queen. Paul, are then you I sure? Lower. I dealt these cards the out. Is he behind the board? No. I don't, that is impressive. I, I told. I told you. I can see the cards. All right. Well, you're on a queen. I'm going to go look for him. I know, right? Is he behind? That's amazing. Uh, Paul, you're on a queen. I think I heard which way you're going to go, but higher or lower? Yeah, I'm I'm hiding behind Chad Hartman. So, lower. Lower than a queen. It's a 10. And that, I mean, John, what can you say? Paul Paul had luck on his side today. No problem. There's no problem at all. John, thank you for listening and thanks for calling. Paul, Paul, I know. John, John said he played before. Yeah. yeah. And so have I. So you got two veterans, so there's no luck involved. That's true. That was quality skill. Paul, congratulations. Excellent work. Very nice. Stay on the line. Stay on the line. We'll get your address and we'll send you something. Do I have any ties <laughs> left? Tie? And uh, have you ever, re- have you gotten a tie from me before, Paul? Yeah, I was so disappointed when it wasn't autographed. Oh, well, we'll rectify that. I w- oh, that's terrible. That's I really will, bad. yeah, just falling down on the job. I, I do have a few more ties, so I will autograph a tie and send it to you, Paul. So stay on the line. Dan will get your information in just a break. Uh, just a minute. Laura, thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, fun to have it back for sure. We'll visit with you at 5 o'clock. It is 427. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, We are going to talk about, oh, Three Disasters and Puppies is back. Man, all the stuff is back. It's like I've forgotten what we're even doing. (laughs) But Three Disasters and Puppies, Dan Cook's creation, in just a couple minutes. It's a a funky Friday here on CCO. Oh, I've missed the disasters. I've missed... Uh, a little bit, I've missed the puppies. Not so much with the puppies. You know I tend to lean towards disaster. You do. You really, really do. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Dan scours uh, the country, the world, The world, really, yeah. Looking for potential topics to talk about on this show. Mm -hmm. And I reject most of them. And so he saved some for this segment. Right, we just have too much show. Too much show. It's just too much show. Too many things going on to fit into the show. I know a lot of people listening are like, really? Really? Like, huh, yeah, sometimes, didn't you do a segment talking about your own damn billboard? All right, well, that's fine. It's important stuff. You gotta, you gotta yeah. work that out. I mean, please. Uh, that way, I can write it off. Like anything that I, if there's something that I'm talking about that I spent money on, that you're yeah. wondering, you're like, why is he talking about this? It's all for my accountant 
Biff. Tax seasons are coming. Tax season's coming. So Biff is uh, uh, monitoring all of these projects. That's pretty much the kind of name you want in an accountant. Biff. Should we get Biff on the show sometime to talk about? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I should write write, uh, write that down. disastrous about that at all. Three disasters. Disaster number one. Jason, you know that the animals are constantly trying to kill us. Correct. Especially, especially in the country of Australia. Mm. You see, snakes are increasingly being spotted inside toilets oh, across no. Australia's eastern states. No, oh, no, no. yes. Close to a dozen photos uploaded to social media over the last two weeks, just two weeks, show snakes inside toilet bowls, but also drains and swimming pools from Brisbane to Pilbara. Wildlife rescuer Tennille Banks believes the wild weather, quote-unquote, during Christmas and New Year is likely one of the reasons behind the phenomenon. She says the issue is the heat. They're going wherever they can for water. The search for food is another factor luring snakes into outdoor, as they say in Australia, dunnies, Mm. particularly in Queensland where frogs tend to find their way into the bowl. Uh, That that, uh, animal rescuer says that the diet of the spotted black snake and red-bellied snake is green tree frogs. And if people are leaving the toilet open, you're going to find the frogs in the toilet, and the snakes will go in after them. She said, so a handy tip Uh is to put the lid down. Sure. While social media's use is no doubt increasing the number of snakes photographed inside the toilets, uh, Tennille has also seen an increase in the number of requests for help she receives. And it's not just this year she's seeing the trend. While she used to get a call to retrieve a toilet snake every couple of years, she now gets one every five to six months. The seasons now are incredibly crazy. We've got a lot of heat at the moment and flooding, so climate change is a real thing. Because of this, the snakes are out of whack, and they're pretty much out and about all year round and don't go into their hibernation, period. Ugh. And it's got I, some tips for what to do if you find a snake in the toilet. I think that's Oh, I would love I would love a tip. What you should do, but yeah. that well, would the, be a disaster. The first thing is to, you know, probably try to stop whatever it was you were yes. <laughs> doing or maybe you can't control it at that point you're just gonna do what you're gonna do i don't know uh the tip the tip (laughs) they they give is uh not to panic because the (laughs) snake is likely more frightened than you are dan i don't know if your telling of the story quite communicates just like these are enormous these aren't small snakes these aren't like garter snakes in your toilet these are these are Venomous in some yeah. cases. Wrap you up and kill you, snakes. My God, I'm not going to Australia, Jason. No, Too Jamie Yuka's getting married okay. in Australia. I'm out. Run. I'm out. Been a good run for her. We had a good friendship, yeah. but I am not Sorry. going to Australia. No, no, ma'am. All right, disaster number. You know, is it because the toilets go in the other direction? Could be. Is that why? It could be. It's just they have easy access. You just don't know. All right. Disaster number two. Number two, speaking of frogs. Speaking of number two. An invasive frog that can grow as big as a human hand and will eat anything that fits in its mouth is concerning Georgia wildlife officials. I'd say that's fair concern. The State Department of Natural Resources Wildlife Resources Division started documenting the Cuban tree frogs in the area in 2023 because they could cause ecological damage. Okay. Uh, the department spokesman said that the frogs are being transported there accidentally and breeding in retention ponds or standing water in ditches. They may be coming from Florida, where the population also is growing to invasive levels. Okay. So here's what they want you to do about the Cuban tree frog. Mm. 
Is, is it don't panic? They're likely no, more no, afraid. No, you're going to oh. love this. You think that's bad? Listen uh-huh. to this. The Cuban tree frogs don't do well with the cold. So the spokesperson says he believes the frogs are finding warm spots in infrastructure like electrical boxes to stay warm. Plus, global warming has allowed them to su- survive farther north, according to a study in a, in a wildlife journal. So they're encouraging people to remove standing water from their properties and kill the frogs when they're spotted. <laughs> and they recommend doing so. Get this. They recommend doing so by putting the pain relief medication Oragel huh? on the frog's back. Oh, sure. Oragel contains benzocaine, a local anesthetic, which will knock it out. Benzocaine. Ben- uh, whatever canine's a dog. There you go. But yeah, benzocaine. benzocaine. Yeah. A guide by the University of Florida also recommends putting the frog in the mm. freezer for 24 hours mm-hmm. to ensure that it dies mm. from the benzocaine. And yes, I said it on purpose. I know. Um, no, that's a... <laughs> Oragel. Here, frog, hold still while I put this Oragel on. Do you remember when I had to put a little bit of like medication in my mother in law's cat's ear? I don't know that I recall that, no. Uh, Do you listen to any of the stories I tell on this show? Not usually, no. I'm over here podcasting. I got stuff to do. It took about 40 minutes for me to put this little medication inside. The ear of my in-law's cat, and I'm still traumatized I, by it. You can only imagine. Zero percent chance I'm putting Oragel on a, a frog. Yeah, and th- these, and then keep uh, it in your freezer. Just are, you know, you move the the meats and stuff in your freezer over a little bit, and then put the frog on the other side. Are these like? Are these? Uh, well, they're not venomous or anything, no. are they? No, no. They're so... just destroying the ecology of the area. Yeah. They're pushing out other frogs. Well, maybe I would put a little Oragel on there. You think there, there's like a run on Oragel at like the Walgreens or I'm CVS not, of Georgia? I'm not running down a frog and then slapping Oragel on its back. Sorry. I'm, I'm I would do it do for that. the I do it for the for the clicks. Good for, well, you, you do know? it once. I do it once. <laughs> put, a, put a video out, and that'd be it. Texters are still hung up on the snake in the toilet, as you I'm, might imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah. Just this, yeah. Oh, By the just... way, be very cautious of Googling large snake in the toilet, <laughs> because just be cautious. You do that in the incognito mode if be you're cautious. using the yeah. Google browser. All right. Number three. Number three, uh, a Florida man is suing Dunkin' Donuts after he suffered from a, quote, Toilet explosion oh, nearly we... two years ago, according to docu- oh, court no. documents filed on Wednesday. The lawsuit says that the man was visiting a Dunkin' Donuts location uh, in Florida uh, near January 6th, 2022. Mm-hmm. While at the store, in a toilet in the men's bathroom exploded, yeah. covering the bathroom and the man <laughs> in what you would find normally in a toilet. Yeah. Court records show... The headline on the USA Today story is, is very descriptive. Yes, I'm sure it is. Uh, so court records show that the man came out of the bathroom and asked the employees at the store for help cleaning himself. Sure. And around this time, employees told him that they were aware of the problem due to prior incidents, also according to the lawsuit. Oh. The man now requires mental health care and counseling as a direct result of the trauma experienced in the restaurant. I don't know about that. From the continuing trauma following the event. Look. Here's the thing, and I'm all for people taking care of their mental health. Yeah. But if you need mental health care and counseling because a toilet blew up I'm on you. I'm saying that's pretty traumatic. No. I mean, you don't know what was in that toilet. I do know, according to the well, lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got covered with poop. It's awful. But how about suck it up? 
We've grown no, so. No, no not, not literally. No, not literally. No, that's a no, bad that's idea. True. Don't do that. Uh, I can't believe this got to a lawsuit because if you're Dunkin' Donuts, aren't you just like, you know what? I mean, America runs on Dunkin'. Uh, not, not <laughs> no, whatever. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> not the runs. Everybody can complete the joke, the joke at home. That's a fine. The runs fine. in Dunkin'. No. So oh just pay the man. Right, you you got. Well, it is, and I assume that there's been that. negotiations going on, right? Because this is two years after the event. Yeah. Happened, it says he's seeking more than a. I, I think the issue is that he's claiming he suffered severe and long. You know, I didn't expect this, but I'm actually on Duncan's side now. <laughs> I <laughs> severe and long term injuries, man. A toilet blew up on you. Well, it's I mean, awful. Yes, you're covered pieces flying at you. You don't know what kind of injuries. What well, says sustained. he was covered in? Well, you know, yeah. you know. All right. I think we need a cleansing, yes. a cleansing is dose a good word. of puppies. Yes, we definitely need to talk about some puppies. Oh. Oh. Jason, if you're walking through the Waukesha County Courthouse. And oh, I've been there, in fact. Heaven knows you probably have reason to. Uh, you might <laughs> expect to see certain staff members, but you wouldn't necessarily expect to see a dog. Well, you haven't met Pepper yet. One of Pepper's favorite activities is to sniff, according to her handler, Jennifer Dunn, although her most favorite thing is meeting people. Jennifer Dunn is also the director of victim services for Waukesha County, and Pepper is officially known as a canine victim assistant specialist, which means she gets to meet a lot of people. Her whole job is to comfort people who have to come to court. Jennifer says when someone is crying, that definitely gets Pepper's attention. She will put her paw on them or her chin on their knee, and she will really keep her concentration on them the whole time. Pepper is always ready to offer love and affection, and Jennifer says she's an amazing coworker. Now that we have Pepper, she says, we have seen that the, the we have seen that rapport, rapport building takes seconds where it used to take some time. Who would want to sit and talk with me when they could meet and cuddle Pepper? Pepper even has her own coloring book and stuffed animal to help get kids comfortable with the trial process. We've had children tell us at the end of the visit, I can't wait to come back, which is unheard of. Who wants to come back to the DA's office next week for a trial, Jennifer says. Pepper came to the Waukesha County District Attorney's Office in December 2020, and Jennifer says it was just in time because the following November, they had the Waukesha Parade tragedy. Yeah. And it almost felt like there was a reason they had gotten Pepper because she became an integral part of that process. Every hearing leading up to the trial, Pepper was a part of. Over and over, Jennifer's clients say they couldn't have made it to court without Pepper's support. Honestly, in 26 years with my career in this office and this program, Pepper is the best thing that I've done, says Jennifer. Well, that's sort of sad. We don't deserve dogs. It? That's sort of sad. That's we the don't. best. Twenty six years of victim services. The best you've done is buy a See, dog. See, why do you got this poor dog? What's, is helping the kids that have to go to court to testify oh, yeah. after some horrible tragedy? And there's Pepper. What helping him get through it? What was one of Pepper's favorite activities again? <laughs> Sniffing. Especially if you've been in a Dunkin' Donuts. What is where are? What is wrong with us? Like, oh no! So is, much, yeah. so very, very much. Uh, you might be wondering, like, is Jason directing that question to himself? Yeah, well, he should. Or be. He should be because to society. Because yeah, you always got a dog on the dog story, man. Know. It's a great uh, story. That's fine. The dog helping the little kids get through a court hearing, which is traumatizing. Not as traumatizing as going to a Dunkin' Donuts bathroom, but still pretty traumatizing. Yeah. And we, you're just you're just down on the dog. It's fine, wow. Pepper. Wow. Come on! Wow! Just, uh, just how about give? How about a stuffed animal? 
It'll be fine. There's a stuffed animal there with pepper. And a coloring book. She helps the kids. Imagine the best thing you've done <laughs> in 26 years. Come on, man. You got a dog. 447. <laughs> it took some work for me to figure out a way to hate on that story, but I, I got you know, there. It, it, I did it. It didn't feel like it took a lot of work. Uh, I got to be honest. It felt like you were that. just right there with it. Uh, we are going to take a break. Thanks, Dan. That was good. I enjoyed it. I thank you, but you're down on pepper. No. Well, you knew. If you didn't predict that, I mean, what are we even doing here? 448, traffic, weather, all that coming your way. Chance for some snow in the forecast. Paul will have that for you in just a minute here on CCO. I have mostly enjoyed this warm weather. Mostly. I'm getting a little weirded out by it, though. You you heard me rant that I don't I don't really care about the snow. I don't. I know some people like snow. Uh, if you're a skier, I'm a little worried about we have the, the World Ski Championships. They're making snow, but, like, I checked today about the tubing hill on Elm Creek uh, Park Reserve. That's not open yet. We've got these ice castles under construction, sort of, in Maple Grove. It's like the Chamber of Commerce out there spent, I'm sure they spent money trying to Set up the site. and So all this stuff getting canceled. I read today that the uh, Wyzetta Chili Open that they do on frozen Lake Minnetonka, the mini golf tournament, and they have like a chili cook-off out there. That's in jeopardy. It is interesting. It's a, it's a story that we're going to pursue for next week to try to get some answers because I, if you're like me, We get it. It's El Nino. It's warmer than it should be. But is this just because it's El Nino or is this uh, because of the change in climate? Like how much is which? And I think the answer, well, that's why we want to talk to a climate expert instead of somebody pushing an agenda, because I don't know. Like if it's just a aberration, okay, El Nino's happened. But if this is going to be close, you know, I mean, last year we had record snow. So it's not like we're not getting snow. But if you have this sort of winter, it's really just going to change the way that we celebrate January and February, right? You think of all the events that we have planned this time of year and all the people who do backyard ice rinks, which I imagine are just pretty much Swimming pools right now. Um, it kind of stinks, doesn't it? I don't know. Am I coming around on this thing? I don't know. I find it weird. I'll tell you that much. Uh, next week, right? We're trying to get the climate scientist on next week to give us uh, some answers. Lots coming up in our next hour here on CCO. Uh, a reminder about our podcast. We have a uh, this show, every segment is on podcast, and you are going to want to check out the 26-year-old man from Minnesota who has hundreds of millions of views of videos on social media of him buying food at local restaurants and giving it the homeless. Really good interview there. Check that out on the podcast. We're back after CBS News next.